Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 6 The World Tours and the Global Mission Chapter 2 True Parents' Settlement in the United States and Their Public Speeches Section 1 the beginning. A difficult passage. The purpose of the Third World Tour was for true parents to begin leading world mission activities from the United States. However, from the time they left Korea, they encountered difficulties, and these continued as they passed through Japan and Canada. Finally, however, they arrived in America and began to lead the global mission centered on the United States. In 1959, I dispatched missionaries to America to prepare the Worldwide Foundation. If the missionaries had fulfilled their responsibilities, they would have become quite influential. They would have made the foundation for victory without my having to go through a brutal three-year course there. I knew the urgency of God's will and my heavenly mission, but I could not realize this in America using only these missionaries. They were not capable of managing so great a task as America. That is why I left for America in 1971, promising to God that I would break through there as I had in Korea and Japan. We left Korea to go to Japan one day before the Korean government declared a state of emergency. We knew that the situation was serious and we needed to depart, but because it was a Sunday, we could not go through the regular procedure. I needed approval from the head of immigration under the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, but his office was closed. As time was running out, I contacted the passport section chief and received a letter of authorization a mere 30 minutes before departure. This was the work of heaven. I did not say this to our church members, but I departed for America in 1971 because I had God's command to carry out the historic world mission, and I felt an urgent responsibility to do so within three years. I knew that God's will was for me to set the direction for Americans to follow within three years. I had to create a new path of faith and a new Christianity. That is why I went to that huge country on my own. Difficulties arose from the outset, beginning with my very departure from Gimpo Airport. They were blocking my departure, but thanks to a special connection I had formed, they gave way. Then, at my layover in Japan, I faced another problem. I needed a United States visa, and the authorities would not issue it. Nonetheless, it was God's will that I go. So when traveling to the United States did not work out, I went to Canada. There, Unification Church members went to the United States Embassy to ask why the State Department denied my entry. The report the embassy received stated, Reverend Moon cannot enter the country because of his history of cooperating with the Communist Party since 1967. Someone had given them such a report. Right away, United States senators and congressional representatives were contacted and asked to communicate with the United States Embassy in Canada. This led the embassy to contact the State Department, and it became a major issue. It created a problem even for the Korean embassy. Finally, when it was revealed that the report they had was false, they had no choice but to issue the visa. If I had been delayed a few more days in Canada, I would not have been able to enter the United States. Through this experience, I clearly saw how Satan's forces were trying in every way possible to block the advance of God's will. From Canada, I had to travel to Washington, D.C., 
but there was no flight that fit my schedule. I had promised to attend the Little Angels performance, which was scheduled at the Kennedy Center on December 18, 1971. No matter what, I had to be there for that. So I ended up riding a twin-engine plane for a six-hour flight, crossing mountains and valleys at a very low altitude. That is how I entered America. Background of the World Mission December 18, 1971 is the historic day on which true parents enter the United States to begin the World Providential Course in earnest. During the three-year period from 1972 to 1974, they worked very hard, investing all their energy into establishing the United States as the center of the providence. There, in the able nation on God's side, they established a strong foundation for world mission work. To establish the authority of the tribal messiah, I first need to reclaim the national standard and the world standard. To dispatch messiahs as God's representatives, I need to go beyond the level of family and nation to that of the world. When God chooses people and they fail in their responsibility, he never gives them a second chance. This was true with the Israelites. When the first generation failed, he waited 40 years and then worked through the second generation. Because Christianity failed to become one with me, Satan claimed the formation stage, Old Testament age, and growth stage, New Testament age. Now, after 40 years, Israel's realm of the Old Testament and Christianity's realm of the New Testament can be reformed, and the completion realm of the completed testament can be established. The completion stage is established only after the formation and growth stages are established. Since these moved to Satan's world, they needed to be reclaimed. This work could not be carried out alone. We need to fight to reclaim the United States because true parents chose it as the able nation on God's side. Since we chose the United States, we needed to liberate it. During this period, we needed to connect the United States, the present-day Rome, to the world through Korea. The United States is the extension of Israel and Rome, and thus is a world power. But it needs the national and family foundation before it can establish itself as a true world power. The second seven-year course is the national level period. The third seven-year course is the world level, so I am walking a course of world restoration. Accordingly, as part of my work around the world, I can stop by Korea, but the era in which I have to come to Korea to fight has passed. During the present three-year period, I need to fight more fiercely on the world stage than I did in Korea. Just as I set the direction for Korea, I need to move the government and people of America. I need to lay a foundation in these three years because America, the leading nation of the democratic world, has lost its way. On the day we complete the 21-year course in America, with Unification Church and True Parents' family at the center, the victory of Unification Church families will be known worldwide. Since this course is organized through families, we must enter the era when we can expand the family realm to the world level. On the day we complete the nine years remaining after 1972, the Unification Church will come to stand as a global religion. This is not something that you are doing alone. True parents are working with you. We have to work together. Until now, I have planted stakes here and there, tied ropes to each stake, and put flags on those stakes to mark our presence in the United States. This year, we bought a new house in New York from which to conduct witnessing campaigns in America. And in the future, we will have a house in Washington, D.C. to carry out education worldwide. That is why I am connecting with United States Senators and distinguished citizens 
and why I will work with university professors to organize an Asian Affairs Council and a World Affairs Council. I am protecting America from becoming an arena for communist activities. Restoration has to start with the external. Even if you have an internal standard, if you lack an external or physical standard, restoration cannot take place. The Roman Catholic Church represents the body, which is external. Protestantism, on the other hand, is internal. Therefore, Protestantism receives opposition. But over the last 200 years, America, which represents Protestantism, inherited everything from Europe, which represents Catholicism. Then, a complete shift took place during World War II, and world Protestantism and Roman Catholicism united. The external or physical world side and the spiritual or internal world side united during this war, and in this way, the Christian cultural sphere emerged victorious. For the first time in history, the internal and external aspects united. It was only this one time that the internal and external aspects united centering on God. Thus, the foundation for unification was established. The only time the external and internal worlds were united in the name of Christianity was right after World War II. That is why America's hope was one nation under God. This was also the hope of Jesus. Jesus' hope was for Israel to be one nation under God. Because it was not, he tried to unite Judaism and the people of Israel, representing Cain and Abel respectively, in order to establish that nation. He could not accomplish this, so he has been searching for such a nation on the world stage. That is the background of the words, One Nation Under God. When I left my country and the Korean members behind to come by myself to America, no one knew my profoundly determined heart as I prayed. I ask you to place this continent of America in my hands by your will. I will be strong and bold. I will restore this nation for you, Heavenly Father not for my glory, but for the sake of the democratic world. Even if a strong storm rages or the path of suffering comes in front of me again and again, I will not avoid them, but will move straight forward. If necessary, I am prepared for the FBI and the CIA to put me in prison. In 1972, soon after I arrived in America, I met prominent senators and other people I needed to meet. On that foundation, I pioneered a path of faith, to this day, praying over how best to move the White House and senators and representatives. I need to arm all of America with God's teaching. This is because the vast communist forces worldwide consider America their biggest opponent, and today they are shooting arrows at her from every direction. In order to defend herself, the United States, as God's representative nation, must be strong in spirit. Communists deny religion but they act like a religion based on Marx's theoretical worldview and economic structure. The communist path lets them take the same authority as God, but based on materialism. They act like satanic demons in order to fulfill their wishes. They are merciless on the path they are walking. They destroy anything that stands in their way. In order to prepare for them, America, which is on God's side, representing the democratic nations of the world, must be strong in spirit. That is why I met these American leaders and was strong with them. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.